Welcome to the AMC Stock Story Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Corey, and this is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. This is solely for entertainment purposes as I talk about my experiences of investing in AMC stock and becoming an AMC ape. Episode 23, Back in Black. All right, that is ACDC with Back in Black. And I am AMC, and I am back in the black. Um, It feels really good. Yesterday was a special day. Uh, It wasn't exactly 72. You know, I wasn't around for the battle at 801 um, before my time and when they talk about, you know, 14, those are early days. I wasn't there. I came in um, a couple days before the, the run to 72. So I remember that. And this this wasn't quite that, but it was pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. So I'll, I'll tell you this story to start off with. Um, I've talked about doing Instacart on the show. And one of the places I like to shop at a lot is Costco. Costco keeps a lot of stock. An item. So when I go there, I know the shopper is going to get usually what they want. Occasionally, Costco is out of something, or they don't just don't carry it. Um, but they're usually going to have what the shopper wants, so I can get in, get their items. I don't have to, you know, work worry about getting replacements for them, and they're going to be happy. And hopefully, they'll either give me no rating or they'll give me a good rating, right? So most people don't bother rating the service, but. Um, if you don't give them a reason to ding you with a less than five star rating, then they usually either give you five stars or they don't, they don't rate you at all. So Costco is a great place to shop. Um, and usually the orders are pretty high because Costco, obviously, you know, they sell them big, big quantities. <clears throat> so if someone's tipping by percentage, um, and they, you know, they give you like 10% or whatever it is. It's usually a pretty good tip. It can be. So I like going there. Well, anyway, um, uh, in the afternoon, I'd done um, one order, and I forgot my mask. So I was using a kid's mask when I did the order. Um, that was at a different store, not actually at a Costco. And then um, I, uh, I I ran home to get a real mask. And while I was and, and uh, while I was going home to get the mask, I saw a small Costco order come in. It's like seventeen bucks, but it was a small order, and it was close by, so I knew I could knock it out pretty quickly. So it wasn't a ton of money. But I knew I could get it done quickly. So I said, all right, well, let me stop by the house. I'll get the mask, and then I'll be on my way. So I run in, and my wife's, you know, working from home. And, um, you know, we're, we're watching the stock, and it's doing pretty good. I think it, at that point it might have been like at 38 pushing $38 a share. So, you know, it was still hanging in there. Hadn't, hadn't dipped down to the low 30s. So, said, you know, said hello, grabbed my stuff, and was out the door. So on my way to Costco... Um, the stock's like at 38 bucks. And uh, and I talked about this, how, you know, I have this AMC life where I'm, you know, hoping to become an instant millionaire any day now, right? And then I have my reality life, which is, hey, I, I, I do Instacart. I, sh- I do shopping for people. And I have to switch my app on my way into the store. I'm using my, um, uh, you know, I use a financial app to see what the, the AMC stock price is. And then once I get get ready to walk in the store, I switch back to my Instacart app and do the shopping. Now, this order I talked about, 17 bucks, $17, right? Probably take me, I don't know, 
um, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. The, you know, sometimes the biggest part in Costco is waiting in line to check out. And the items are bigger, so loading up your car, you know, usually takes a little time as well. Anyway, so I walk into Costco, and the stock price is probably about 38 or so. The time it took me to go into the park, go into Costco, do the shopping, and um, I was in the checkout line, and my wife texts me, or she calls me, and she's like, have you seen the stock price? And I go, no, and I go looking at it, and it was... Um, and it was $39 in the high $39 range. Now, what does that mean to me? So I'm in Costco and I'm basically on this order. It'll probably take me half an hour making, you know, $17 order. But the time that I had walked into Costco and, uh, you know, came back out, um, it was thousands of dollars in earnings on the AMC stock. Now, I don't get that till we, you know, sell it. You know, it's not yours till you hit the sell button. But anyway, but that's, you know, that's the difference between, you know, you know this this 1% life, you know, where you just have money, you have investments, and you don't have to really, you know, do much work. And then a working person that, you know, has to work for a living. And you work very hard, and you get a fraction of what some people get for just, you know, having some good investments. And the money just comes in. Well, anyway, um, it was it was a special day. And a very exciting day, and needless to say, um, so I, I, I finished the order, and I just went home, and I ended up taking the rest of the day off. I had, I had some chores I needed to do at home anyway, and my wife had to, she had a, a work thing she had to go to, so, you know, I took the day off. But I'll share with you, um, you know, it was really exciting, and, you know, being caught up in that frenzy, I'll share with you a couple moments of what it was like for us uh, in the middle of this, let's see. Let me play. Um, so we, uh, one of the things we do around the house is when it when it's getting ready to hit a new number, um, we'll, we'll have like we'll say we'll say oh we're gonna have a thirty four party and as soon as it hits it goes from you know thirty three dollars and ninety nine cents to thirty four you know we go thirty four party thirty four party, so you hear a little bit of that some of the excitement um, in our household. So hang on one second. Here we go. So it's funny. I say sixty-two in there. That was it was only because I was cheering because it was it was forty-two and sixty-two cents. Like we were just cheering the sixty-two cents. Who knows? Maybe today we might actually be cheering for sixty-two dollars a share. I hope we are. I hope we are. Um, but uh, that leads us to our present. What what's going to happen today? You know, is this thing going to keep going up? Is this the beginning of the mother of all short squeezes? Or the hedgie is just going to knock this thing back down again. You know, we think we think we're on the doorstep, and it's just kind of like Lucy in the football with Charlie Brown. You think you're going to finally get to kick that football, and Lucy's going to pull it away at the last minute. Or you know, I was talking to my brother. He's like, "Are we Linus waiting in the pumpkin patch for the great pumpkin that that never comes?" Uh, but it, it feels really good. I'll say this: um, I'm recording this at 1 a.m. Pacific time, which is uh, 4 a.m. Eastern time, uh, 
pre-market has just started, and and right now it's at uh, forty-six dollars a share. So you know, not doing too bad. You know, it's hanging in there. It's forty-six bucks a share, not bad. You know, it got up to forty-eight and change yesterday, and then it went back down. Thankfully, it you know didn't collapse. You know, and that's the hard thing. You know, it's funny. I see a lot of people that swing the stock and. You know, they'll they'll wait for that, what they think is going to be high, and then they'll sell. They'll wait for the dip, you know, dips a couple bucks, and they either, you know, buy it back or, you know, whatever they do. Um, you know, we don't do that. You know, I, I don't want to be caught and have the, the stock go the other way. And two, you know, it's just not what an ape should do. You know, hold hold the stock, hold the line. But I think in any group, you're always going to have the, the, the people that, you know, are going to game it and, you know, get their own, you know, minuscule profits uh, without thinking about the larger group. Now, having said that, look, your decision to sell and what you do, that that's your decision. And, you know, no one should make an impact on, on your decision. And if you want to do that, you want to swing the stock, day trade the stock, that's fine. You can do that. But just know what you're doing, you know, it's fine. Um, so it was a great day. I hope you I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, you know, it was a long time coming to have a nice day like that. It was kind of like a, you know, you talk about earthquakes and how the pressure builds up on those plates, uh, you know, underneath the Earth's surface. And then finally, you know, it's too much pressure and it snaps and bam, you have that earthquake. And that's that's kind of what it felt like yesterday. Like finally, the pressure just snapped. I know for for me and my wife, it, you know, it's been hard um, not being in the black and knowing that. My God, you know, we we were we were cutting it pretty close. You know, we still had money, but you know, God help us in an emergency and also tax. You know, we we have to pay property taxes, um, and you know, you have to write a big check. And we could pay our mortgage, but, you know, you had to write a big check on top of that for something, an emergency, or, you know, we would have had to have cashed out some of the stock, and God help us if we had to do it, you know, when it was at a loss. So now we have no intention of cashing anything in, but if we had to, at least we're in the black, and that's a big relief. And how long we'll stay there, who knows? Hopefully this thing moons this week, and this is over. That's my sincere hope, but... You never can tell. Right now, it's you know it's bouncing between forty five ninety and forty six dollars. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, I'd love it for it to open up at around fifty, and then you know make a run for sixty. And I think once it gets to that sixty, that'll probably be a battle in the sixties. But boy, if we can touch seventy and that seventy two, then maybe go on another run after that. And then who knows, you know, once you get into 80, 90, at that point, it's like, hey, we're, we're so close to 100. Let's get to 100 and just have it roll. So I'd love to see us end um, Wednesday at, at, at $100 a share. That Again, I am not a financial analyst and I have no proof of why it would hit that. That's just a gut feeling. It's just a hope. But there's also a part of me that knows this thing could get ladder attacked right at the opening massively like they may say this is our last best chance to knock this thing down again and they'll they'll throw everything they have at it if they've got counterfeiting machines why not just print as many counterfeits as you can who cares at this point right 
Um, so who knows what they're going to throw at this thing when it opens. And who knows what profits people are going to take. You know, one of these big institutions decides to cash out and they've got 7 million shares. That, you know, it's going to take a hit. And uh, who knows what that will do with it. But what a great day. I, I really do hope you had fun with it and enjoyed it as much as we did. So here's a question that I want to know. Have I bought my last AMC shares? Now, I told you about the pre-market shares I bought. I bought two pre-market shares the other night. Um, and then uh, yesterday, as this was um, showing a lot of strength in the high 30s, I bought three more shares. I bought two, and then I bought one other before it broke 40. So I was, was glad that I you know, got it below 40. I got three more shares. So in these last days before this, this surge here, mini surge, um, I added five more shares to my position. Who knows, maybe those will be the five shares left I have at the end when this thing is going for, who knows, half a million dollars a share? Not a bad little, not a bad little deal, if that's the case. Um, I don't know, we'll see. You know, it's funny, um, how you deal with the stock is your business, and I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Um, I'll talk a little bit about my strategy. Listen, on this podcast, we keep it real. I'm not paid by hedge funds, I'm not a shill, I'm not about FUD. But I keep it real. And this idea that somehow I'm holding on to every single share until this thing hits half a million dollars a share, I, I just can't see that, you know, happening. That's great for you if you do that. Wonderful. But it's hard. It's hard for me to picture that. Now, having said that, I plan to hold on to this stock as long as I can. Trust me. Trust me. I plan on holding it as long as I can. But we were able to, you know, expand our position. Um, and now we have a little bit of bandwidth. So, you know, in the in the initial stages, if this thing starts running and it gets into the, you know, hundreds of dollars, um, you know, between, you know, three to 500 bucks, you know, we'll sell a tiny piece of it, a tiny piece of it. And that's just to get some of that principle back and what that does it takes some of the pressure off of us now like hey we have some cash that if we need it for our checking account to pay a bill it's there and we can do it and we can diamond hand the rest of it okay and then the next one is a moderate play that all right let's say this thing gets into some serious money gets into the thousands of dollars a share now one of the things that's going to happen with this squeeze is they say it's going to go up and it's going to have dips. And, you know, it's just like the wave, you know, riding the waves on an ocean. You're going to go way up and then you're going to go way down. You assume you're going to go way back up again, but boy, you never know. Um, so if it gets into the thousands of dollars a share, we'll keep an eye on that. And maybe we'll make, you know, a, I would say a moderate play. And what that would do is that would allow us to pay off some credit card debt. We can actually, you know, we have a lot of things on our home that needs to be done. And I kept keep telling my wife, you know, we got to wait for AMC. We got to wait for the VELF. We have to wait for something <laughs> to come through where before it was like, we have to wait to hear from SureTape. You know, if SureTape buys the VELF and we get a royalty from it, then we can do all this stuff. Of course, SureTape kind of gave up on the VELF. The Kickstarter is not doing well. Thanks for that, guys. Ape community. 
Um, uh, if you if you want to support it, you can go to Kickstarter. Look for the Velf. We can go to our website, um, thevelf.com or Velf Every Room. Uh, but that's one of the things I found with podcasts. It's a, and it was true with the Stories for Kids podcast. It's a very passive audience. I get it. Look, I, I hear about all the stuff, you know, all the time when I listen to stuff. And I never do anything. Like I said, it's like rating, you know, the service, you know. And not, hardly anybody ever rates the service. Um, now, the bad thing is when somebody does rate it, that, that negative rating carries a lot more weight because none of the people that were happy rated it. So the negative rating carries more weight. Um, so, you know, but that's, look, that's neither here nor there. This this stock could moon this week. And then, you know, the VELF and this little Kickstarter project is nothing. I said, look, I, I, I said it yesterday that I paid $100 in Facebook ads to try and get traffic to my Kickstarter site. And for that 100 bucks, I could have bought three AMC shares, you know, when it was back in the 30s, right? And that stock, if this thing goes up to $100, $200, $500 a share, I just cost myself a lot of money trying to trying to get this stupid Kickstarter project going. But, you know, it could be irrelevant um, to the total picture. It could be a nice hobby. I still believe in the product. Listen, I, I love it. I love the Velf. I think it's great. Um, I think it's a game changer. I call it the Velf Every Room because I think it makes every room better. And I think, you know, every room, one day in the future, every room will have a valve. Now, I'm a little dubious of that claim now, considering, you know, I've got, you know, barely any backers on my Kickstarter. Um, however, you know, it's still there. And, you know, a long time ago, there was another thing that got backed by people. People said people were crazy for investing in that. So it was a dumb idea. I said, why would you support AMC? It's going to go bankrupt. But those smooth-brained apes didn't listen, did they? And now look at where we are. Who knows? Maybe on the verge of the mother of all short squeezes. And maybe that will be the next episode of the AMC Stock Story.